0: Uh, Andrew Voss joins us from Fox Sports League Lab. Yes. You can probably hear uh, Petri dishes bubbling away. Is that a Bunsen burner I can hear the Vossie, in the lab?
1: <laughs> oh, it's always a pleasure to be on the program with you, fellows. Did you enjoy the first weekend? Can I ask you
2: that? We did. Can I read you? Here's something funny, okay? You ready for the funny reading? This was my bottom eight that I thought last week before I'd seen the, any of the games. You ready? 9 Rabbits, 10 Sea Eagles, 11 Broncos, 12 Warriors, 13 Knights, 14 Bulldogs, 15 Tigers, 16 Titans. That's pretty good, wasn't it? Pretty accurate
1: there. It's an incredible stat, isn't it? It's the first time in Premiership history the bottom four have won in round number one. Never happened before that you've had four. The bottom four from the previous year open with a victory the next season. And just in the case of the Warriors, I mean, having made the trip to Perth, there were ready-made excuses for the Warriors to lose, to not perform well, and they performed great. Um, one, one is the trip, the, the fact that they were zero and nine and going all the way across the Perth, but bloody hot, fellas! It was it was 31 degrees for kickoff, and I know that in the stadium for for kickoff, probably about a third of the ground is in shade, but it was still warm. So there was a you know there were some ready-made excuses for things not to to go so well, but I thought they didn't just play. Uh, good. I thought they were great.
0: Well, I thought it was a good time to go there, Vossi, because it was round one. They they weren't compromised from the previous weekend's travel. They actually got there on the Tuesday.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, look, if you look at the stats too, by the way, this is uh, we, we're bringing Alex Torbo into the equation and everyone who works behind the scenes at the Warriors, their record post-Perth is pretty poor as well. Are you aware of that? Like Now that they've overcome this curse of winning, uh, all the way across in, in WA, the longest trip in rugby league for any NRL club. Um, they now have to get back to business because their record in games recently after Perth has been poor as well. So um, if they get that right, that's two big boxes they will have ticked in the you know the opening two weeks of a season. Uh,
2: the fan is where you'll find Vossie on your TV tonight. It's at 9:30 uh, at Sky Sport Two. Before that. Horrible Queenslanders only. But anyway, let's uh, carry on with something <laughs> else there. Um, now, uh, Vossi, which one of the big teams that lost were you most surprised to see on the losing end?
1: I would have to think that um, if you had told me going into the weekend the Roosters would score only one try, I would have said, you're stupid. Is there something wrong with you? Um, that's, I, I found the Roosters only scoring one try more surprising than the actual result, if you know what I mean, in, in losing to the Tigers. How does that Roosters side only come up with one four-pointer against um, the West team? That's that's stunning. Um, do you panic after one round? Well, on that stat, I'm a little worried. You know, I, I, incredible. You know, round one wins can cure everything, and and round one losses just throw you know a thousand question marks into the melting pot. And someone out of the Bulldogs and the Roosters is going to be zero and two after this Friday because those two teams go head to head. Um, you know, the Broncos might be 0-2 and two after this week. I don't think they're going to beat the Cowboys. So, you know, there's going to be some big-name teams that don't have a win next to their name after the opening two rounds. Just imagine if it's the Roosters and the Broncos, two sides that, you know, everyone sort of had up there, in particular the Roosters.
0: Looked like a, a good day to be in Newcastle and Mitchell Pearce dropped the goal to win them the game and Caelan Ponga scored the opening try of the match. Massive crowd. Uh, if you're a Knights fan or if you follow the competition, Andrew, would you take an optimistic view that the Knights might be okay this season?
1: Oh, you'd have to think we're, we're, we're shedding the wooden spoon. That would be That's where your optimism would be headed. Um, surely they don't finish last with the personnel that they've put together. Um, it is just one uh, one clown and one clown doesn't make a circus. Although I have been to circuses where there's been only one clown, so that's probably <laughs> not true. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, look, I thought, and by the way, too, I found it strange. I don't know whether Mitchell Pierce played all that well. <laughs> you know, look, I think, I think he was good. He was okay. I don't know whether he was... Uh, I, I couldn't have had Mitchell Pierce as my man of the match. I think Talon Ponga was probably yeah. Ponga was amazing. the man of the match in the performance and I'm, I'm looking yesterday in the paper and the Dally M points and all the rest, and Mitchell Pierce got the three. I think that was based on the field goal somehow. But anyway, that's by the bye. Now, improved Newcastle. Um, need to see more before I'm talking about um, top eight. I mean, when we're talking about impressive winners, um, hard to go past a lot of what the Warriors did, to be perfectly frank. I, you know, I have the Warriors ahead of most of the winners uh, from last weekend.
2: Mm. They were they were they were very very good. Uh, another team that I, I thought so. Wanted to get your thoughts on the Dragons uh, this year and and what you saw out of them in week one and and perhaps um you know their their fans moving forward. They're in for an optimistic season, do you think?
1: Yeah. Oh, look, I, I thought I, I didn't have the Dragons in my top eight. Um, I thought they were good, certainly not great against Brisbane. I thought Brisbane were terribly poor, so I throw them in the the Roosters melting pot as well. But you know they. I think they will be zero and two after this week. You're just not going to win too many games with that sort of um, completion rate and just attention to detail and no dominance in the spine whatsoever. Boyd, um, Nickarema, Milford, Fide, who started hooker uh, last week. Things will change this week, but um, yeah, no, they they battled on the other side of it. The Dragons, there's promise. The young fullbacks, very good. Matt Duffy, um, Gareth widup and Ben Hunt. If they play to their best, well, they if they play to their best every week on the back of a forward pack doing well, well, the Dragons probably will make the eight. But as we saw them last year, it's hard to forget, you know, they did win six of their first seven matches last year and ended up missing the eight. So,
2: you know, they're
1: fans are going to wait and see, probably, before they get too excited.
0: Tuesday regular Andrew Voss from Fox Sports with us talking the rugby league. Well, fair to say, was that a controversy-free weekend as far as the refereeing is concerned, Andrew? And do we need to bring back Jeff Toovey, therefore? <laughs>
1: Well, I'd just love to have twos back in any form. Um, there's just got to be an investigation. What you're saying, there has to be an investigation because there was no controversy. <laughs> yeah, good, there's got to be an investigation. Does that, good good that mean they did a this. good job? Are, are you telling yes.
0: me, Andrew Voss, that the NRL coaches were happy with the standard of referee? Someone must have
2: yelled at Henry Pedernardo, surely.
1: Uh, yeah, well, well, look, the only controversy I saw, well, probably from the very first game, I thought they said they were going to do uh sin for foul play, and I would have thought that Jaden Sewer, who has since been you know charged and suspended for the shoulder charge on Warren, I thought that was a pretty cheap shot to be honest I, I think that's where I would have used the sin bin I hail uh the um the referees um you know the sin binning of Solomon of Qatar. I say hallelujah you know repeated offenses inside the 20 and the warriors gave away what three penalties in a row so Qatar off to the sin bin as long as they do that every game um then then I'm happy with that and and really the only no try probably south they did have Caused to, to blow up on that disallowed try before half-time, and then the Warriors scored with that Johnson magic and was a tour a few minutes later. But um, no, you're right. The referees, um, we'll, we'll give them a break this week. We'll rip in next week.
2: Um, so I, th- I think the only other side issue is uh, the, the words come out that apparently I think the NRL are tossing up whether to register or not register. Uh, a contract, and this is to do with the North Queensland Cowboys and everyone's favourite, Todd Carney. Uh, to do with them. My thing is, why do they even need Todd Carney? Because they're not going to lose Thurston around Origin time.
1: No, and, and Tamara Martin is in the wings, and you know won't be in the starting thirteen. He, he he filled in for Michael Morgan last week, but um, I agree with that. But you never know what's around the corner. I mean, uh, Jonathan Thurston did only play seven matches last year. Uh, the the fact is, Todd Carney will be playing rugby league this year for Northern Pride. Um, in the Intrust Super Cup out of Queensland. So the Cowboys, I think, would be signing him as insurance so that if something did happen, the Northern Pride being the, the club based in Cairns, a little further north of them, um, that they could call on him if need be. Uh, and yes, he, he he would be training with the Cowboys during the week, but right from the get-go, he's not going to... I don't think he's going to be part of the 17. He'll be playing for the Northern Pride. And there's a whole host of players across the Northern Pride and Central Queensland that, are, um, that are, are registered to the Cowboys that they can call upon and they're hoping to add Carney to that list.
0: Is this a similar situation to Russell Packer where the NRL wanted to see him play reserve grade for a period of time before he registered the, him to play first grade? Uh,
1: well, well, yes, no. I mean, he has spent, he has done his penance um, in the Northern Hemisphere in the Super League. Um, you know, it has been a few years playing over there. So, I don't know what I don't know what um you know uh, scale they've got for Todd Carney how he has to prove himself I mean what what counseling or you know, programs would he go through in light of the bubbler incident from a few years ago is there a I I don't believe there is a program that you could go to recover from that I mean that was just an act of stupidity wasn't it yes um <laughs> do we have do we have stupid classes um you know and I, I look I have him back in I have him back in. I've got no great drama. However, um, if you previously said you're not coming back, well, then I don't have him back. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to stand by your convictions. But did they ever say that he will never be registered again? you'd You'd have to check that.
0: Bonus points for Andrew Voss for squeezing in the term bubbler.